Hey, welcome to Life 411 with Dolly. Um, my name is Dolly, and I want to encourage you real quick, if you get a chance, to go follow me on Instagram or Facebook. On Instagram, my handle is Barker Dolly, and Dolly is with an I-E. And that way you can get just more consistent teachings and, and ed- um, encouraging words to help you get through your day or week, whatever's going on. Um, but I want to talk to you today about how to fast track your way into success. You know, I mean, I know that there's there's so many teachings out there that promise you, you know, big results and stuff. But there's some things that are just scriptural and biblical to help you get to where it is you're trying to be. Um, one of the things that I have found out in my own personal life through lots of trial and error and uh, many years of trying to figure out how to get things done. And then it would just come to me and it would be so simple. And I think a lot of times we complicate things. Well, the enemy complicates things. He makes us try to make it something it's not so that we spend a lot of time going around the mountain. So I wanted to talk to you today about taking responsibility. You know, and I know that sounds so easy, but at the same time, it sounds like the worst, hardest thing. You know, we all want to blame God for everything. Somebody told me this week that they didn't agree with my my doctrines because they felt like just stuff just happens and you know that's just the way it is and 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 I I, I do know there is a curse in the earth I, I do know that we have an enemy that we're dealing with I know that there is our fallen nature of our flesh I know there's a lot of scenarios going on that make it um, seem like there's really nothing you can do about anything and that's where the enemy wants you to be he wants you to be lulled into a false sense of acceptance where you just have to endure whatever comes your way. And um, the Bible says the heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth he's given to the children of men. That means there's a way for us to run this earth um, and have dominion here and have victory in our lives and our relationships and our finances and in every area of our sphere of control and our realm of influence. And so I wanted just to reveal some stuff to you and show you some things that have helped me at different times to propel me into new levels. Um, let's just start with looking at the Bible because um, that's where all everything gets its start. And in Genesis, um, after the fall of man, when God comes to talk to Adam about it, he says, you know, um, Adam, where are you? And he said, well, you know, I heard your voice and I was afraid. I was naked, so I hid myself. And God said, who told you you were naked? Have you eaten of that tree that I commanded you you should not eat? And the man said, well, the woman you gave me gave it to me, and I did eat. And the Lord said to the woman, what have you done? And the woman said, well, the serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. And then the Lord started talking to the serpent. So the first thing that happened to Adam and Eve after the fall was immediately they began to fail to take responsibility for the decisions that they made. The enemy, you know, always trying to get you to feel like somehow if you just deny responsibility, you know, God's not going to know really what happened. Um, I assure you, God knows what happened. He's asking Adam and Eve so that they could have an opportunity to share what happened so that he could um, reveal to them how to get out of the situation. He wasn't asking them because he really didn't know. And when he talks to you about things, he's not asking you because he really doesn't know. He knows exactly. He's trying to show you where you're at so that he can help get you out of the situation. And when you start thinking about this, I, I, was just, I just had an epiphany one day um, 
that salvation itself, the entire salvation message where you are a sinner out there in the world and and you want to be born again so that you can go to heaven, the only requirement is that you call upon the Lord, that you confess your sin. So first off, what do you got to do? You have to admit, I've made mistakes. I need help. I need you, Jesus, to save me. You've got to take responsibility. Now, you know, nobody can do it for you. There, and, and you can pass the buck off all you want. Well, no, I didn't really do anything wrong. I don't really need a Savior. I don't really... Yeah, you do. Everybody does. We're born after the similitude of Adam's transgressions. Until you're born again, you're not even living life. And so, but as salvation, you have to come to that point where you say, you know what? I'm, I'm not... I'm not doing so hot here. I need help. I need to be saved. And my sin is destroying my life, and I don't want to stay here. So you have to own up to it. I'm a sinner. Lord, forgive me. And bam, instantaneously, that's it. Instantly, you're translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Instantly, you were dead, and you become alive. Instantly, you were a a Gentile. You were an enemy of God, and instantly, you're his child. You've been grafted in. I mean, there's so much that happens at salvation. Everything happens at salvation, and it happens instantaneously with the moment you decide to take responsibility and ask for help because you've got a mess on your hands. Man, that is so powerful. And we understand that and we preach that. And we, all you got to do is call upon the name of the Lord. You know, we tell people, we, we just, at every church, just thousands and millions of people getting saved all the time. And it's such a powerful message. And then once we get born again and we get into the, to the family of God, and now our job as a born again believer is to live our life for the Lord and to save our souls. Now, your soul and your spirit are different, and that's where a lot of people get confused. But your spirit, that's God's spirit in you now. You re, you're reborn. You're connected back to God. But your soul is your mind, your will, your emotions. That's the part of you that's created in His image. It's so similar to God that we can't even differentiate between the two of them. The Bible says the only thing that can decide between your soul and your spirit is the Word of God. It's a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. You know, the Word of God is the only thing that we know of in this world that can discern between your spirit and your soul. And so they're so similar that many people don't even realize they're different. But your soul is you as an individual that was created in the image of God. So now we have to save our soul. You know, I I struggled with that for a long time because I would hear somebody preach, well, you know, you're born again, you'll never die. But then I watched people die. I could never get it. And then, um, you know, it didn't make sense to me. And, um, you know, what happened when Adam lost his salvation, what did God say? If you eat of this tree, you're going to die. And he ate the tree and then he lived 800 and something more years. And that, that, to me, that just didn't compute. And so I started asking the Lord and started digging into it. And he revealed to me spirit, soul, and body. That's when I started learning this. It's been 25 years of me mapping this out and figuring out what God's talking about. So in, the, in his spirit, he died instantly. It took 800 and something years for his soul to line up with that and to die. And then his flesh died. Well, so what's happened now in redemption is the Lord Jesus 
through saving our spirit, reconnected us to God, we became alive. So now it's taken quite a some time here for the church to figure out, well, we got to save our souls now. So now we have to get our soul regenerated and lined up with the Word of God. And as we do that, it'll continue. And there'll come a point where our soul will be dominating and be life. And then, you know, there's going to be a generation of believers that don't die either. They're going to rapture out of here. So that's just the redemption back at what we were originally created to be. And so what happens day to day in your life is you've got a situation going on. Okay, let's just use this for example. Years and years ago, me and my husband, um, we were very dysfunctional, I mean, just to say the least, when we got into the church and started trying to figure out how to fix some things. And I was always praying, you know, God, change him, change him, God, God, fix him. And I would tell my friends, oh, my husband did this, and he said that, and he did this. And my friends all agreed with me. I could, I could explain it in a way that everybody agreed with me, but I wasn't getting any victory because he wasn't changing. And I just struggled with that. I begged God, change him, God, you know, put your hands on him, God. And, and God never did anything about it. And then finally one day I said, you know what, God, it's obvious you're not going to change him. So would you please change me where he quits getting on my nerves? And instantly God started opening my eyes and showing me things and things started changing. And uh, just in a very, very, very short season, like very short, I saw everything in our relationship completely different. And I believe if I had never taken responsibility for our relationship being in a mess, if I had never said, okay, God, just change me then, you know, okay, I must be the one with the problem here. Then he went to work immediately and my life got so much better. And so now my life today, I got a great marriage, but it wasn't like that forever. And so I want to encourage you. It it doesn't matter what area of your life is, you know. Just a couple of weeks ago, I'm sitting somewhere and I realized that I still have this area of my life that I'm carrying this shame. And I I had to, and you know, you're asking God to change this area of my life, change this, change this, help me see this different, help people perceive me different. I want to be a better leader. I want to do this, you know, and you're, you're going through this whole thing. And all of a sudden you realize, wait a minute, God, I'm ashamed. Forgive me for that. Deliver me from that. Change me from being the person that I am, the way that I see myself, into becoming who you want me to be. And bam, automatically, my eyes just started seeing new scriptures. All of a sudden, things started making new sense in that area of my life. And so I know I just got propelled forward again. And it's that simple. I don't know why it takes me so long to get to that point where I stop and ask God to help me. You know, because we're so self-sufficient. We just, we can do it. We can do it. We can do it, you know. And we don't ever stop and say, God, I've messed this up. I need your help in this area. I'm ta- I own up to this. This is not working, and so I must be doing something wrong. And let God change us. Man, it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> and it just real literally fast-track your life to the next level. Um, you know, you can, you can run into a wall a million times, but isn't it easier if you walk over and open the door? The door for your next level is oftentimes to take responsibility for where you're at right now 
and ask God. And if you can't even see it, because the enemy is so good at confusing us, and he wants so bad for us to continue in this cycle that's holding us back, he'll blind your eyes to it. And he'll manipulate things in such a way that you don't even know how to figure out, well, what part am I doing wrong? And so just sit down for a moment and say, Lord, this has not been working. In any area of your life, my finances, my, my business, my, my friendships, my family relationships, whatever it is, sit down and say, God, this is not working. What am I doing wrong? Let him show you and then say, oh, Lord, I'm so sorry. I apologize. I repent for being ashamed. That's not the will of God for my life. That's not what I'm supposed to be. Deliver me from this. And man, watch God move in your life. I want to encourage you today. I want this word to help you get to that next level of success. It is the will of God that you rule and reign in the earth. And God wants you to be blessed in every area of your life. Amen. Listen, you have a great day and I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.